And here we go. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whenever and wherever you're tuning in. This is episode 28 of Nothing to Say, the fans podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us. We truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, Hope you're having a fantastic start to your week. Sam, how's it going, buddy? Perfect. Jason, how you doing, man? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. I uh, watching the uh, watching the Raiders get uh, clobbered this weekend wasn't a lot of fun, but uh, other than that, can't complain. Yeah, let's just move past that. No one cares about the Raiders. I tell you what, it was two minutes before kickoff, and my dad stood up and he was like, "All right, I am not confident. <laughs> <laughs> I am super hopeful, but not confident." <laughs> And I was like, I feel it. <laughs> well, um, going into it, we talked about it. The oh man, I don't. Kansas City wasn't playing their best ball, and relatively outside of that uh, dud against New York, Raiders have actually been playing better. So it seemed like it would go to a Raider upset, but that was not the case. Yeah, and just my little piece on it is, like, what we learned really about the Raiders, and I guess this will transition us into what we learned as our little segment, but I think what we learned about the Raiders was that they're, I mean, yes, they've been playing a lot better than I think a lot of people have expected, but they're still just average. Like, now, I know people had sort of written off the Kansas City game as probably going to be a loss anyway. Derek Carr has been historically bad up in Arrowhead. Um, like, he just can't play well really? there. Yeah, no, he he never ever plays well up there um whether it's the cold weather i have no idea he's just not good up there um josh jacobs on the other hand uh played extremely well that he is i mean he just he deserves offensive rookie of the year at least at a minimum um but uh they're just what's the, what's the maximum he deserves rookie of the year <laughs> um and, are we uh, talking? We talking MVP for Josh Jacobs? What are we talking about here? Hey, put him in the conversation. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they. I mean, they they just showed that uh, they're they're a good team right now, and and not a team that uh, uh, can be overlooked. Um, but they're they're still just average, and they have a favorable schedule going forward, which is starting to look less favorable now that Tennessee is playing really well. Um, that Tennessee's balling. Yeah, so I mean, they beat they beat Kansas City and they beat them up pretty good, um, or pretty well, I should say. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I think they just showed that they were uh, that they're still just they're still just average, and that's okay. Um, they're uh, they've got a lot of good pieces in place for next season. I'm not mad. I'm not upset. Um, it's just uh, you know, it was one of those games. You know if. I'm not going to speak for you, Jason, or for Oakland Raider fan base. But going into the year, I mean, if you go eight and eight or nine and seven, seven or nine, I feel like those are pretty good records for That's this a win. team going yeah. into this year. For Definitely. sure, That's a win. That's a win. Eight and eight. Eight and eight. Um, with uh, with a complete turnover that the roster had, the whole AB um, uh, situation, and the amount of injuries that the Raiders have had, which has been absolutely ridiculous how many people um on that team how many players have been injured they haven't been healthy all year um so going eight and eight with everything that they had to deal with yeah that's that's totally fine um so part two or i guess 
number two for uh, sorry number two. Um, the, uh, the second thing that we learned this weekend, I think, um, is uh, exactly what I had been saying two, three weeks ago about the Patriots. Now, when I had put a poll up on my Instagram story I'm comparing Sam's power rankings to mine, um, and the public actually sided with Sam. Um, your your power rankings ended up winning. Um, I think by a vote, it technically was two votes, but uh, Jenna said she just voted for you because it was you. So I, I take that as a dub. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, you won either way. Um, but the reason why I didn't have the Patriots in there was the exact reason that showed up uh, this Sunday. Their offense is just not good. Mitchell Trubisky right now has a better completion percentage than Tom Brady. Mitchell Trubisky. Really? Yes. It is. I think it's Brady's second lowest completion percentage in his entire career. He's got – and it's not all on Brady. He's got nobody to throw to. He's throwing – minus Julian Edelman. He's got Jacoby Myers, Matt Lacoste, <laughs> Philip Dorsett, who is better than, better than average but not in that offense, Mohamed Sanu is not great in that offense. He's really thrown to nobody, and he's not being protected well either. So this is exactly why I didn't have the Patriots in my power ranking. So it's just safe to say I told you guys. Um, so I went. Huh? Yo, people gotta, People are bagging on Brady these last couple of days. It's not his fault, though. It's not entirely his fault. Like, people are – people got to remember – they're, Patriots going to make the playoffs. 100%. And you better hope Brady hasn't been listening to all these comments about he's washed. Like, we see LeBron go out every night with the whole washed chip on his shoulder and he's balling. You don't want to oh, see yeah. a motivated Tom Brady in the playoffs in Foxborough. Woo! No, no, absolutely not. Story. You don't want to see that. And I don't, I'm of the mindset that I do not believe Tom Brady is washed. Do you? Um, he doesn't seem any different than years prior. Um, I feel like he's definitely taken a step down from maybe like three years ago, but from last year, I don't notice a big difference. It's definitely a noticeable, like he doesn't seem like, you know, like, oh yeah, that's Tom. That's Tom being Tom. Um, Like, like, do we, should we really knock the guy for not being able to, raise the level of his teammates every single week. Like at a certain point you gotta be like, who is this guy throwing to? We've seen him yeah. make Chris Hogan a Pro Bowl wide receiver. We shouldn't expect that from him every single week and every single year. That's just not fair. Well and and but see that's the world that we live in and because he's done it for so many years, you end up saying, well he's done it with people like, you know, like you said, Chris Hogan and like Rex Burkhead and, you know, people who just don't have names really. Damn, you and just went he, at Rex Burkhead like that. Hey, you know what? He's, he's a solid player, but uh, Rex he's, Burkhead was supposed to be a guest on the show and you just slandered his name. Wow. You've been keeping secrets for me because I did not know we had Rex Burkhead lined up. Ready okay, to go. Rex, come on out. <laughs> Yo, he would, he would crush us both. That dude's a, a machine. Hey, he's a big boy. Yeah, he is. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think Tom Brady's washed, but I just think collectively as a team, they don't look, I mean, now let's, 
they are ten and two. So let's. I mean, I'm not saying they're still they're, first in their division. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're the worst team in the NFL. I'm just saying I think right now there are you could justify putting teams like Seattle, you know, um, New Orleans, San Francisco, the Ravens, even maybe even Green Bay above New England right now, just because their offense right now is it, it's not producing. And would you put like, uh, would you put Minnesota above New England right now? Probably not. Um, I feel like they've shown as more of a complete team than New England has. Well, the biggest question mark for Minnesota is Kirk Cousins at the moment. But he didn't play that bad tonight. He actually played pretty well. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. Play, he didn't play terribly. Um, he just didn't do. He just didn't do the thing that Russell Wilson, the other quarterback, does so well. Or he didn't win them the game. You know. Well, when you take out the guys biggest weapon in Dalvin Cook in what, like the second quarter? Dalvin Cook was out. No, it was the third quarter. Dalvin Cook was out. And then all of a sudden, that just because they were winning at that point, and then he gets injured, fumbles, and all of a sudden, just the uh, the train goes off the tracks, as they, well, as they would say. Well, Dalvin was out in the third quarter, but up until that point, he had only carried the ball for nine, nine times. But it's it's not even that he was producing tonight. It's that the defense has to respect him. He's a threat. It has to be the main focus. Okay, once, I get what you're once that guy is out, and uh, what's his name? Madison is the backup. Uh, Alexander Madison. Yes. Once you see that Madison is on the jersey instead of Cook, the defense is totally called differently, and they're allowed to have an extra DB on the field. They're allowed to go Nickelback formation, and it's just. It makes it harder on Kirk and for Stefan Diggs and for Kyle Rudolph and uh, uh, Treadwell. Um, yeah, wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like Quan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's harder for them to get open with so many more DBs because Diggs gets a double team and yada yada yada. Right. So just yeah. having the presence of the leading rusher in the NFL and one of the most electrifying players in the NFL in Dalvin Cook in the backfield is enough to allow others to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I do, I do hear your point. I do get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and the last thing that I wanted to talk about and what we learned, I'm actually going to push because I know we're going to end up spending a lot of time on, on this game anyway. Um, I'll just, I'll have it be, well, we'll get to it. Um, so let's run talking the about scores. the game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So far. Okay. Um, so we'll run through the scores real quick, um, and I feel like maybe we should save that 49ers-Ravens talk till the end because I feel like – or at least till the end of uh, our game discussion because I feel like we'll have a, both have a lot to say about that. If this weekend was – if oh gosh. If college football had this weekend, it would be the most electrified weekend ever in college football history, right? Because you had the one and two – in rankings play each other. You had a top 10 matchup in New England and Houston playing each other. You had another top 10 matchup in uh, Seattle and Minnesota playing each other. Like this week was so special. And you had rivalry games all over the place. Like Raiders, you had, Chiefs. Uh, you had Buffalo, Dallas, which was an yeah. under uh, undercovered really matchup. But you had a sneaky good game in the Titans and the Colts. 
He had a rivalry game with the Saints, Falcons, a rivalry with the Raiders, Chiefs, Chargers, uh, Broncos. Pittsburgh, Cleveland. That Pittsburgh, game was Yeah, huge. Pittsburgh, Cleveland. This weekend um, for football, for NFL football, was huge. And surprisingly, the Dolphins-Eagles game ended up being really good, too. Yeah, we, we got to stop talking about the Eagles. I, I know, yeah. Like, and then we just got to write them off. Eagles, you Dallas is handing this division to you. The yeah. worst division they're, in football. <laughs> they're they doing are, everything they can. They are trying to give this game to you. And, I mean, I get it. Miami played their best game of the season against you, but you got to find a way. If you're a Super Bowl chance are littered on that field for the Eagles, yeah. you got to find a way to beat Miami. I'm sorry. Yeah. And Cincinnati no. got the dump. Yes, and I have a stat on the Jets that I will get to uh, when we get to that game because it is one of the most incredible stats I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, and it's just the Jets being the Jets. So, here we go. Um, Thanksgiving games. Bears, Lions, Bills, Cowboys, Saints, Falcons. Bears win 24-20. Bills win 26-15. And the Saints won 26-18, to which we actually already uh, talked about those games on the previous episode, so we're not going to talk about those. Titans who are looking really good as of recent, uh, beat the Colts, which helped the Raiders, but in the long run might hurt the Raiders because the Titans are now 7-5. and five. Uh, The Titans win 31-17. The game of the year so far, Ravens 49ers. Ravens win on a Justin Tucker field goal. How that, that game at never misses? I don't know. I don't know. How do they not move that game down? I'm sorry. Like, Houston, New England, I'm sorry. That game should be Sunday night. If you would, you, yeah. They were covering it as a Super Bowl preview, which, after we, what we saw, is a little legitimate. It's a very little, legitimate. A, a little bit. I don't know if you're the NFL, having it at that t- ten o'clock time, just littered with like so many other games going on. It it's not fair to those other games, and it's not fair to Baltimore. San Francisco, if you want to maximize that audience and those ratings. Like, if that was a Sunday night game, that would have done huge numbers. Well, you would think, too, because I think a week or two ago, the Raiders-Chiefs game actually got flexed to the afternoon. So you would think that the NFL would have had common enough common sense two, three weeks ago to go, like, hey, this 49ers-Ravens game at week 13 might be a good idea to flex this game. You oh, know? Especially when you see, like – have the wherewithal when Baltimore was six and two and the Niners yeah. were eight and oh. Like at that time you can be like, Yeah, let's just move it to the one o'clock, one twenty five time. Yeah. And move one of those games up. And I don't get the um we're not experts on the logistics of T V networks and uh how the stadium's scheduling works and everything, but I feel like if the NFL could get that done. Yeah, they flex. They flex the Raiders Chiefs game. I don't know why they couldn't do the same to the. And Where, in all honesty, was it they, in? Uh, it was in Oakland, though, right? No, it was in Arrowhead. It's just weird because the Eastern time zone, like, is Kansas City in that East time zone? I I don't know. I don't know because I think it's only two hours ahead. It's it's just weird with a three hour time difference and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it it would be there. Uh, Kansas City is in the Central time zone. Yeah, so it's two, right? Yeah. yeah I'm, not talking, um, I'm not chatting shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, we'll get to that game because that ended up being a phenomenal game. Uh, the Bengals get their first win of the year over the Jets of all teams, 22-6. to Andy Dalton came back um, and I and played really well, actually, so good for uh, Dalton. Dolphins beat the Eagles uh, 37-31. The Steelers beat the Browns, and it just continues to be such a horrific season for the Browns, 20-13. to Redskins beat the Panthers 29-21. Packers beat the Giants 31-13. Rams steamrolled the Cardinals 34 to 7. Buccaneers beat the Jaguars 28-11. The Chiefs absolutely destroyed in every sense of the word the Raiders 40 to 9. The Broncos beat the Chargers 23 to 20. The Texans in a game it the score was 28 to 22 for the Texans Patriots game, but it was never actually that close. There was a little bit of a garbage time touchdowns for the Patriots. Uh it was never that close. And then the Seahawks tonight beat the uh, Vikings 37-30. to 30. So here is this jet stat that I want to tell you. You ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The NFL has been around for 100 seasons. 100 seasons. And with the Jets losing to the Bengals, for the very first time in NFL history, a team has lost oh, twice. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, a yeah, team has lost twice in the same season to two different 0 and 7 teams or, or worse. Yeah. Yeah. J E T S Jets. <laughs> but they've beaten Dallas? I know. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> They're just a young team. That's what I just chalked it up to. Pretty much. So I got a question for you, Jason. I have an answer for you. Two teams. I got two teams for you. Okay. Which which team is the most disappointing team this season? The Cleveland Browns or the Philadelphia Eagles? I would say just because of the hype that was surrounding the Browns, probably the Browns. Just because of how much expectation they had. And they bought into it. It's not like it was just immediate. Like, they bought into it as well. And good for them. You need to be confident going into the season. But I just – and I think it's magnitude – Magnitude. Magnified. <laughs> what is it, magnitude 11? <laughs> yeah, we've got an earthquake going on in Cleveland right now. Um, I think it's magnified. Well, well, there is an earthquake every time Freddie Kitchens walks. Or every, t- or every time he wears that stupid t-shirt that he wore out in public. Did you see that? No. He wore a t-shirt. Did it out- not fit? No, he wore t- So you haven't heard the story then. He wore a t-shirt out in public that said... Pittsburgh started it. Oh. Right. No. Yeah. For the, the, okay, the easiest fight, the easiest decision is not to fight the Miles Garrett getting suspended because he hit a freaking player in the head with a helmet. Yeah. That is, that is the easiest thing. Yeah. Like, I, he... get, I get you're supposed to be, like, pro players as a coach, but... No, 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 no. You choose your battles, and that is, that's not the one. That's well, just not the one, Freddie. The argument that I heard on SportsCenter today was, well, one, that's not the look you want from your head coach. But two, really, him wearing that shirt, it affects the players, not really him. Because now it's not like Freddie Kitchens is the one who has to go out there and play. It's the players. And you are – so he's just adding fuel to the fire that Pittsburgh already has. Um, of wanting to beat the Browns. So you have Freddie Kitchens wearing that, and now you're putting your players in a poor situation because, A, one, they have to answer questions about you, and, two, now they have to go up against a pissed-off Pittsburgh Steelers team. 
Like, yeah. I, there's no good outcome in that. And he wore it out in public. And, and this, this is bad. such a huge game for Cleveland. Yeah, I don't... It was stupid. They could have been 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. From all the dis- all the shit we have talked about Cleveland could have been wiped away with a win on Sunday. And <laughs> they said wiped been, away. They would have been in line, you know, wiped with that uh, Charmin Ultra Soft. There we go. That win would have been a Charmin Ultra Soft, just nice and smooth on that butt <laughs> crack. You know what I'm saying? But no, they ran out of Charmin and they had to use their hand and they got shit all over. And now we're going to shit all over them. I'll tell you what. They did what my uncle's friend did not uh, a couple years back. He used uh, poison ivy as a leaf to wipe with. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Wrong leaf. (laughs) Wrong leaf. Wrong leaf to use to wipe your butt crack. (laughs) (laughs) Did it work? Did it get it off? I'm sure it did. It's not something I questioned him on or anything. So at that point, do you like – Itch, your, your, asshole. I don't, I don't know. Like that'd not, be kind of weird in public, you know. It would be. You'd have to like sit in like a a spread cheek position. No, this is what you do. And then I kind of wiggle uh, side to side. You don't. You don't drive your car to work. You have to ride a bike, mm-hmm. and you just go like along the bike seat. And then you just gotta to get like, that all out. Like shake as you're. Yeah. Yeah, we can move on. <laughs> that was one of the weirdest segments we've done on this show. Bar none. I hope um, that's not a segment. Well, yeah. So we're yeah, we'll just title it um itchy butt crack stories. <laughs> um so yeah, I it was it was such a bad all around just like what what what's the what's the word that we uh, Oh yeah, it was gross. It was gross. <laughs> but on the flip side, if you're pits if you're picks Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Mike ben, Tomlin, short. No yeah. Ben Roethlisberger, no Juju Smith, no James Conner, no Antonio Brown of last year, and they, right now, are making the playoffs. Uh-huh. And Minka Fitzpatrick, if he does not get defensive player of the year votes. Oh, my gosh, I know. That dude is a walking turnover machine. It's insane. Ever since he got put on uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Nuts. Well... And I heard this this morning too. It was, uh, I think it was Trey, Trey Wingo. I think was the because Golik and Wingo is the my my favorite ESPN show. And Trey had made a point. He was saying that Mike Tomlin should be on the short list at least for Coach of the Year. He may not. He probably won't. So win what's your list right now for Coach of the Year? Yeah, I think Mike Tomlin is definitely in that conversation. If they make the playoffs, he should win automatically, bar none. I I think. I think that'd be hard to argue because you go, you Either. look up and down, uh-huh. and with in terms of so, I think there's three guys that just your to your boy get... up your boy up in San Francisco should get some votes. Big Kyle, yes, Kyle Shanahan. He should definitely get some votes. John Harbaugh should That's, get votes. That was the other name I was thinking of. Yeah, and then uh, Mike Tomlin, I think, would be my three. Those are my three. Well, you know what? It's almost like we're co-hosts, you know? I <laughs> Yeah, I, I really I really think so. And you can talk more about Shanahan than I than I could. Um, yeah. But and we'll actually we should save that. We I should... think wait, should we you don't want to talk about it right now? 
Well, I was going to say we can we can save that for when we talk about the 49ers-Ravens game. No, okay. Well, I just think to end this conversation, I think Tomlin has the best case because mm-hmm. he's doing the most with less. True. Harbaugh is doing a great job, but he is the league MVP on his team. Mm-hmm. Like, most of these plays that Lamar is making aren't play calls. And even if they are play calls, Greg Roman is getting a lot of credit. Yeah. The, the OC there, which is For awesome. Sure. As a uh, a former Niners OC, I love it. Like, he was the OC when they went to the Super Bowl. Like, Greg Roman is a, is a good dude. Um, I actually don't know him at all. He could be an awful person. But <laughs> <laughs> he, was a, he was a good coach for the Niners. Um, so, I think it would, for me, it would go Tomlin, then Shanahan, and then Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. And especially if you if you listen to Stephen A. Smith to talk talk about the Niners and the blasphemy he puts on Jimmy G, <laughs> the fact that Kyle Shanahan is making Jimmy G look, I guess, better than what he is, or making that Forty Nine er offense better than what it is, he deserves some credit to be ten and two at yeah. this point. So that's that's what I would say for sure, for sure. Um, I I would be I don't know who else you could throw into the conversation. I don't know if you. Would throw in Matt Lafleur, up in Green Bay. Ah, uh, no, I don't like. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they're. He's the first guy that comes to mind, but I don't think there's anybody else who really jumps out like off the off the piece of paper. You know, has Mike Tomlin ever won Coach of the Year? Mm, it wouldn't be a hard thing to find out. Um, uh, you know who isn't uh, winning Coach of the Year? Who? <laughs> uh, Jason Garrett. Oh gosh, Jason Garrett's gonna win a bus ticket here if he's not uh, soon. He might be coming on our show. <laughs> oh, I know. Here in a little bit. Well, I can't. It's not telling me if Mike Tomlin is ever won Coach of the Year. So stupid, stupid Google, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, Jason Garrett's gonna be an analyst on the show soon. Just keep that in mind, everybody. Because um, of the mediocrity in the NFC East. The Washington Redskins have not been eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> I know. See, I, do you see what needs to happen for them to make it? Well, so they're three and nine. Yeah. And the Cowboys are six and six, so they're only three games back. So they need Dallas to lose out. Then they need Philadelphia to lose out, except beating Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then Washington needs to win. Every single yeah. game. And they yeah. would win the NFC East. Which would add seven and nine. That would be the greatest thing of all time. Wouldn't that actually would be so <laughs> funny? Because Dallas and Philadelphia, neither team deserves to make the playoffs. I am no. sorry. And then they don't deserve to make it and host a home playoff game. No. Neither team deserves you're telling me that potentially San Francisco or Seattle would have to go to Dallas or Philadelphia. Yeah, like, why don't – well, and see, the thing is, is that out of both of those teams, though, Dallas and Philly, Dallas, you could still – for as bad as they are, you could still at least go, well, like, that's the thing about Dallas is that they're more than likely going to be in the playoffs. And would anybody be really surprised if they won a playoff game? I guess it would depend on who they played, but – Based on how much talent they have, would you really be surprised? Yeah, they have they have a really high ceiling. 
Yeah, and that's the thing. Like they, I feel like they could play with just about anybody. They just have been playing so, so much farther below their potential. But they have. You're right. You you said you summed it up perfectly. Their ceiling is ridiculous. So any given Sunday, I feel like they could pull one out of their hat and just go, boom, we've just beat the Niners, or boom, we just beat you know whoever. But it would be surprising because this isn't. Like some freak occurrence, it happens every single time. They have not beaten a good team this yeah, season. That's true. Zero and six against teams over five hundred. You can't be a good team if you haven't beaten a good team. Simple. Very true. I, I think I just quoted Booger McFarlane on that one. He says the most obvious stuff. Oh, I, he annoys me. He annoys me so much. I'm so glad you said that. And it's such a shame because Joe Tessitore is like my favorite play-by-play guy. I love Joe. Yeah. And Booger just he I can't I like the Sunday night guys a yeah. lot. Um what's his name? Uh Chris Collinsworth. Collinsworth. I actually and... really like him. I don't know why, but Bryson doesn't like him a lot, but Chris isn't bad. I love Al, so you can't not like Al Michaels is whew. Yeah, you can't not like Al. And honestly, like um the crew who was doing the Raiders Chiefs game, Tony Romo and um Dang, who's in the booth with Tony? Uh Oh, I, that's gonna bother me. I feel like is it not? Is it Nance? Oh, it might be Nance. I think you're right. It is Nance. Yeah, it's Jim. I love them together. Jim Nance um, is so good. Yeah, Jim Nance is great. Those guys are all the like the color analysts are like good. I guess like Troy uh, Troy Aikman's cool. Like Tony Romo's good, but the play by play guys, yeah, are. So oh, they're all so talented. That yeah. is like a very refined skill that from a limit, very limited experience of trying to commentate like high school sporting events, you just either have or you don't. Well, and that was the thing, like, like that was something that, that, you know, when we were doing the, the broadcast, the live streams and whatnot, Josh actually is very good at it. Yeah. He has um, a lot of practice from it, from yeah. uh, doing YouTube and stuff. Yeah, Josh was very good at it, which is why sort of when we started it, we turned I sort of turned into the color guy. Um, and it was interesting on this show because at the very beginning when we first started filming the show, I actually thought that that was going to end up being sort of my role. Like I was going to end up being sort of the color guy on this show and you were going to be more of the play-by-play guy. Um, and I don't know I think why we, you would think that. I don't know. We just kind of – we sort of swapped roles. I At least in what I what I had uh, – and what I thought we were going to do. You're um, way more structured and professional than I am. There's no way that that would have worked. <laughs> I don't know why that never even crossed my mind. Well, we actually tried that the very first episode. You introed our very first episode. But that's not like saying I'm the play-by-play guy. Yeah, I know, but... I think well, we just no. well off each other. Well, yeah, true. But I just, in terms of giving, like, a title to it, but... Um, all right, so let's get to the uh, let's get to the game. Let's get to the game. Uh, the one that, uh, the one that should have been at one o'clock, and the one that, in my opinion, was it was so unfortunate that the game was raining. I was really bummed that the Ravens uh, Niners game had had bad weather. Um, it kind of it leaves us like wanting more. Like well, I you know want, what it, I want more from that game. Well, here's here's my takeaway from it, and I heard this I heard this this morning. Um, and as, as I was listening to it, I started to think more about it and I, I couldn't help agree with, uh, I couldn't help but agree with what was said this morning. Cause it was kind of how I felt 
um, leaving the game on Sunday anyway. I just didn't know how to formulate uh, the sentence, so I'm glad somebody much smarter than me was able to do that. Um, at least in terms of my opinion about the 49ers, it doesn't change. It, it, this game doesn't change my opinion of the 49ers at all personally, and for anybody whose opinion does change on the 49ers, I would just have to ask you, why? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did you see? <laughs> what, did, what did they do? What did they do differently that, like, again, I don't, I don't know what you could point to to go like, oh, yeah, the 49ers are vulnerable. Okay. If anything, Where? <laughs> if anything, this strengthened the idea for me that the 49ers are like a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, like this game is – what this game is is the home team won. <laughs> on on a game-winning field goal. Yeah, that's what it was. The is home there team an won. even more even match, evenly matched battle than a – Team winning on a game when he, I mean, I guess there's a draw, but I don't, no one wants to see a draw. No. And was there any doubt when Justin Tucker walked out that he was going to miss? No. Like, I, no. Like, I'm sure, like, that dude just. Stupid it, Robbie Gold missed God. a freaking field goal, like a 35 yarder. Bro, you want to uh, talk about a missed field goal? You should have seen the one that Daniel Carlson kicked. Who's that? Uh, the Raiders kicker, it missed about 40 yards In a 9-40 game? Yeah, let's, we're not talking about that game. No, but you're just talking about missed field goals. <laughs> it, was, it literally went to, like, the other side of the stadium. It was the worst kick I had ever seen in my life. That's pretty cool. I should look um, it up, actually. It was so bad. <laughs> I watched him kick it, and I was like, well, that sums up the game right there. Shank to the left. <laughs> um, but, no, this game, this game shouldn't change anybody's opinion about the 49ers. And I don't think it should change any anybody's opinion about the Ravens either. We know the Ravens are good. I, I just take it for what it was. That game was fun. It lived up to the hype. The home team won. Um, and if that ends up being the Super Bowl, then freaking sign me up. <laughs> I I if that game played, if that game literally was put on repeat in the Super Bowl, it'd be a, it'd be a, a great Super Bowl. But in better weather. In, but yes, in better in better. Because I feel world. like the weather. And the weather's never a good, like, excuse because both teams are playing in it, right? True, but it is a factor. But both teams were visibly affected. Like, the offenses, particularly, were visibly yes. affected. And For sure. I just – I would have loved to see – because I think ah, – this is a good question. Which – does the weather hurt the Ravens' play style more or the Niners? Because I feel like it – Mostly hurts the Niners. I was going to say plan. that. I was going to say that too, just because Jimmy throws a little bit more than Lamar, and the Ravens are mostly like the, the best run team in the NFL. So yeah, the rain and slickness doesn't really hurt them as much as it would. And Jimmy, I I love the dude, but he doesn't have an elite arm talent. No, the guy makes plays, but if. In that kind of weather, windy, like he's, he was underthrowing balls that were really, um, that were like short throws. He was underthrowing them. And so, so I feel like, which is, this is not an excuse because both teams are playing in it. But I think the, the Niners offense was hindered more by the weather than the Ravens. But you could also say the same that Lamar would have gone off more against that Niners defense if the weather wasn't. So we just don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. The Niners, the Niners, I mean, I think, 
I don't know what the right way to, to formulate that sentence would be. The Niners just throw a little bit. They throw more than the Ravens. So I think by default, you have to say it affected the and 49ers you, more. You can see that on the first drive, too. They were throwing it all around the yard on that first drive. Mm-hmm. Just to send a message that, hey, because, oh my gosh, Jimmy G has been hearing a lot of noise that he's the weak link of that 49ers team. And I'm sure Kyle Shanahan. It's a pride thing for him as a play caller to get his quarterback, who they've paid a lot of money to, they want to see him shine. And I think that was the big statement going into that game. They wanted to show, hey, he is not our weak link. He is why we are what we are. I think that's our Um, guy. Yeah, and I think he, he had that costly fumble, which he fumbles too much on getting sacked. Right, and I think it's just a case of him wanting to make a a play type of thing, but that fumble didn't cost them the game. That just tied the score. Um, And then later, the offense was just totally ineffective. They couldn't move against a a good defense in Baltimore. So, Mm -hmm. hats off. That was a good game. Um, I'm glad to see the defense, because I had my doubts that they could stop Lamar, and maybe the weather played a factor, but they did a good job in containing him. Yeah, they did. They did. Now he did end up run. Oh, by the way, can we take a moment, having a moment, si- a moment of silence, for one of your DBs? Oh, uh, what's his name? I don't remember. Broken is, ankles, McGee. I don't a, know. He's not a starter. Um, but yeah, let's. He, yeah, he, he. Both ankles were. Let's let's take a minute. Uh, just have a moment of silence for, for him because. Good lord. <laughs> the the move that Lamar put on the 49ers DB to to get free was one of the nastiest juke moves I had ever seen in my entire life of breathing on this planet. It was insane. Like we talked about it weeks ago. This dude is just more athletic than everyone else on the field. That should have been if that was any other quarterback, that would have been a two-yard loss because mm-hmm. that DB was in perfect position. Or it would have at least been – he would have got a hand on any other quarterback, slowed them down to be like a one-yard game type of thing. But no, that was turned into what was a good defensive positioning into, I don't know, a 20-yard run. Honestly, with Lamar, just go tackle him. If he hands the ball off, whatever. Just go tackle him. Go after don't, the ball. Don't get a penalty. They, this is the one thing, too. Everyone says Lamar is a running back. He was getting a lot of roughing the passer calls. <laughs> the dude is trucking people and stiff-arming people, and in the same breath, Lyman can't hit him a little late. He does like, seek contact, it seems like, on his runs. Like, you can't have it both ways. I am sorry. Either well, it he's all... a passer or he's a running back that's running over people. Well, it has to do with where he's positioned inside the pocket. So, I mean, um, if he's in the pocket, then, you know, he'll get roughing the passer calls. If he's outside, then he becomes a runner. I don't – yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so that game ended up being absolutely fantastic. Lived up to the hype, and I think everybody would sign up for a 49ers-Ravens uh, Super Bowl. I'd be all in for that. Um, I think so... it just established – that both teams are they're the one. best two teams in the league oh thank you for saying that i wasn't going to go that far but thank you 
Well, I mean, I mean, I've I've converted over the to the Forty ers being up in the the top two over the past couple of weeks. I I put them in my power rankings at, so, at number two, I think. So that was one of the three big games. You want to go to that Sunday night game? The Sunday night game. Uh, yeah, let's let's touch on these uh, real. Let's not spend as much time on it, just so we can get to our picks and then our power rankings. Um, but yeah, the Sunday night game um, with the Patriots Texans. That game was never close. I it, there was there was some little bit there was a little bit of scoring at the end by by New England to kind of to kind of make it look a little bit better than it was. But they, I mean, the Texans like took it to the Patriots. Yeah, Houston looked good. Yeah, and they um the, the Patriots had I think only given up four passing touchdowns the entire season, and they gave up four on Sunday. <laughs> so it was like, I don't know what you what do you think of the game? Well, I, we we've talked about it a lot with the Bears defense. The Patriots defense, I think, is the best in the NFL. I would agree with that. But they've just had to carry the load week after week after week, and they were just like against Baltimore and now against Houston, they're due an off game. Yeah. And I, that's just what I chalk it up to be. They've had to carry – they have to – imagine going in week to week to week at your job and you, your boss is saying, you have to be perfect. If you're not perfect, our our company's going under. Yeah. Week after week, day after day. And that is what that team is getting preached in meetings, in at practice – at walkthroughs, we only get what's shown on Sunday, but that te- <laughs> that defense is looking. They're watching the same film that the off. Well, they're not watching the same thing, but they're watching the offense in practice, and it's like, whoa, um, yeah, we're gonna have to be pretty good. We're playing Houston this weekend. We gotta be, we gotta contain that Deshaun Watson kick because. Ooh, we're killing these guys in scrimmage today. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like Tom's running anywhere to get you prepped for that. So now they probably have Julian playing QB or something. Probably. Hey, Julian's got an arm. <laughs> Converted wide receiver. Yeah, he was a QB. Yeah. Back, Back in the day. Um, so yeah, that game that game ended up being uh I mean it, I don't know if it was surprising, but it certainly was enlightening. Um, I think on both on both sides with the with the Patriots and the Texans because the Texans um, the Texans are a legitimate threat in the AFC. Um, but they've had like head scratching losses. They have, but then they pull something like this out, and it's they like they are they are in the same breath as Dallas for me. Well, the ceiling is so high for them, but they they are prone to underperform. I mean, they went toe-to-toe with the Saints. They lost by two. They beat the Chiefs. I'm not saying that because they've actually beaten good teams, but they're underperforming. They're a good team that is repeatedly underperformed. So instead of being eight and four, you would say like they should, you'd think they would be sitting at like 10 and two right now. Uh, I'd have to look at their schedule, but against say that, the first time they played the Colts, we've seen kind of what the Colts are now. Yeah, they're not as good as we thought. That game should have been a win, and winning against New Orleans that would have been a huge win. And they were actually, weren't they? They were in control of that game most most of the way, and then it took a New Orleans miracle to win. 
it took Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah, so they they just they've played well enough to warrant a better record. And they lost to the Panthers at one point earlier in the season. That's a weird that's a weird loss. Um yeah, and so I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying in in that breath. But they have the potential to beat the Chiefs and beat the Patriots. The Patriots and yeah. not really beat the Ravens, but <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't. Think... I don't think anyone's beating the Ravens. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> not right now. Chiefs, at least. Unless the Chiefs figured out the Chiefs are the. They're they're I, the team. They're no the team. Is talking about them. Yeah, they're the team. If if anybody if anybody can keep up with the Ravens, they're the team. And guess what? Guess who beat the Ravens this year? The Chiefs. And Cleveland. They, yep, but the Chiefs, <laughs> the Chiefs outscored. They went toe to toe. It wasn't a low scoring game. Yeah, the there was Ravens, no. The Chiefs did not play defense. They just outscored. They were just up by so much. They were just, <laughs> they were firing on all cylinders. They went up twenty three to six at that point. And they made Baltimore try to come back, and they just couldn't do it. Um, yeah. So if there's a team, if there's a team that could come out of left field and and surprise the Ravens, it's the Chiefs. I it's think just, it's tough because. Baltimore's going to have home field throughout. Mm-hmm. Well, to beat to beat the Ravens, you have to you can't beat them at their own game, which I think I think is part of the reason why San Francisco lost. Was you're not going to beat the Ravens running because they're going to do it better than you. Um, so you're going to have you're going to have to find you're going to have to take the Ravens out of their game plan, and with the Chiefs. If if they blitz the Ravens at the beginning, like they did the first time that they that they met, and they go yeah. up by a ton, they're going to force the Ravens to possibly get desperate. I would imagine they like if it if it was the first quarter and say the Chiefs jumped out to like twenty one zero lead, I would imagine at that point because it's still the first quarter, the Ravens are still going to want to still going to run heavy. But it, once it gets into the second and third quarter, if it's still like that, they're going to have to throw because they're not going to want to eat up clock. And that's not what the Ravens are built around. They're built around their run game. So, yeah, watch out for the Chiefs because their defense, their defense on Sunday was startling. Was it? it? Yeah, it was. It was. They they showed a. I remember there was one interception that Derek threw. Um, he threw two that game, but there was one where they had slowed down the coverage that the Chiefs were running, and I was watching that play, and I was like, I don't know. I literally don't know if you're a quarterback how you read what the Chiefs did. Because the Chiefs, their DBs on the left side of the field, they had a safety, a corner, and then like a nickel. They were all made this giant triangle. And it looked like they were playing man-to-man. So before Derek threw it, you look at where he's going and you're like, oh, that's a perfect idea. But they were in a zone. <laughs> they were in a zone coverage disguised like perfectly as man. Because as soon as Derek let go of the ball, the man coverage – was obliterated and it was like, oh, sorry, we're zoned and just totally picked him up. But like right beforehand, I was like, I don't know how you, I don't know how you don't see that because they were playing man coverage like up until he threw the ball. Huh? It was the weirdest thing. I was like, that is, oh, I, I don't know, I don't know how you, I don't know if it was a product of Derek making the wrong read. It probably was. Or hey. <laughs> or if it was just the Chiefs disguising themselves so well, but it was it was crazy. Um so we spent a ton of time on week thirteen of the NFL, but rightfully wait, wait, so wait, it was I got, a, I got one more thing to add. 
Oh my goodness gracious, guys. This, this is why the Chiefs are the biggest matchup problem for Baltimore because Baltimore, what they want to do is run the clock, own possession. But the thing that makes Kansas City different from every other team is they do not need that long to score. Yeah, they don't need time. <laughs> That's it. If you if you own 10 minutes of a 15-minute quarter, it, they could score two touchdowns, two or three in that five-minute chunk that they have the ball. Well, to, to give credit to what you're saying, the Ravens had the ball against the Niners in the fourth quarter for the last six and a half minutes. Yeah, the Niners offense just wasn't explosive enough to get have the chances and like really take hold of them and turn them into scoring drives because they, they were turning over Baltimore. They were forcing punts, which had not been a common occurrence for Baltimore. They'd only punted once in like the last three games they played. Is that nuts? It was, yeah. Some of the stats that have come out about them and their offense has been absurd. Yeah. Um, and then so, showing a little of Seattle balled out tonight. Good for them. Did Seattle's playing really well. Seattle's, it's so crazy that Seattle or San Francisco can end up being a wild card. It's just ridiculous. It's not fair. Yeah. It's really, it's really kind of dumb. Um, so week 13 in the NFL was chocked full of great information. Great, We learned a lot of stuff about uh, a ton of teams because every team played. Um, so it was, it was uh, an intense weekend for the National Football League. Uh, right, And we spent a lot of time on it, but rightfully so. A lot happened. Um, so we got, we got two segments coming up real quick. Same thing we always do um, for picks. Uh, I won last week. <laughs> Uh, we we went different on nine games. I won seven out of the nine games. <laughs> so I won. I won uh, within our first five games. So the games were the picks were pretty much over uh, right off the bat. Yeah, so yeah. The record is now seven and five. But we don't know if that's the official record. That's what we're assuming is the record. So we're going to go with it. Um. So uh, all right. So here we go. Thursday night game. Bears are hosting the Dallas. Cowboys. Now, the Chicago Bears, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on picks, but um, the Chicago Bears are a 500 team, so they don't have a winning record, and they don't have a losing record. So, um, the this Cowboys... This is right in Dallas's wheelhouse. It's, so, yeah, it's either... <laughs> we'll see where it goes, because they haven't, uh, they haven't beat a winning team, but they haven't lost to a losing team. They're playing neither on Thursday. So, who are we going with? Chicago at home, or Dallas on the road? Uh, I think I'm thinking Dallas. I was thinking that too, but I would be willing if we are even to flop to the Bears um, at the at the um, at the end. So if we are even, I will switch to the Bears. All right. Um. All right. Colts Buccaneers. Buccaneers are home. I th- I'm thinking Tampa Bay. Okay, I'm gonna go Colts. Um. I uh. But I get why you're saying the Bucks. Um. They looked really good last week. Um, and they, Jameis is deciding that he actually wants to throw to his teammates and not the other team. So, uh, um, no, Jameis, Bi- Jameis, we're wearing red today, not white. Oh, oh, we're, gotcha. we're wearing red. Sorry, coach, I had that confused. Hey, coach, we gotta switch up the penny colors because the penny colors are the other team's colors, and I just get confused. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Man, we give him such a hard time. Um, the Vikings are at home against the Lions. I don't think there's a question about that, right, Vikings? Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, so Bills are at home against the Ravens. Baltimore. Yep. 
That's still going to be, I think that's going to be a fun game though. Um, I think that'll be a tell another telltale game for uh, the Bills. Bills will get up for that game. They they <clears> felt <throat> like they were uh, getting slated against Dallas, and they promptly showed everyone up. And I think this is going to be a little little bit of like what what happened last week. They're going to impress some people. I think so too. Baltimore is Baltimore, a better team, though. Yes, yes, from top to bottom for sure. And if the the thing is, I think if the Ravens get to ha- get out to an early lead then I think it, it'll be over. If the Bills jump out to an early lead, then it's definitely going to be – we'll, we'll see what happens. But if the Ravens score – if the Ravens strike first and the Bills have to come back, they're going to be – it's going to be tough sledding for them. Hey, big ups to Josh Allen, though. He's balling. He's playing well. He good is you, playing. A, absolutely. Absolutely. Packers. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead. I was just going to say if he was listening. Big ups. Oh. Oh well, hundred percent, Josh. We know you turn in every, tune in every week. You're one of our most uh, valuable uh, valuable listeners. So thank you. I can't even say that in all seriousness. <laughs> uh, so Packers are at home against the Redskins. Yeah, Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Texans at home against the Broncos. Texans, right? Browns are at home against the Bengals. Browns. I think so. Man, I really want to pick the Bengals though. Why um, they they shouldn't be winning? They, you know, they shouldn't. They should not. They shouldn't, but you watch. <laughs> uh, I'll pick the Browns too, but I feel like I have a sneaking suspicion we're going to be wrong again. So New Orleans is at home to the 49ers. Another good game. Hey, this game's what? What? What's the spread for this game? What's the spread for this game? You want to know that this game as as well as at ten in the morning? <laughs> it just blows my mind, dude. I... <laughs> it just blows my mind. 49ers are the first team in NFL history to play. Uh, teams with uh, what is it, 80 percent win percentage? This back to back to back this late in the season. New and Orleans I, opens up at a as a minus three. They're favored oh, you just get, barely. Go over, go over for the dogs, baby. Niners, they're winning by more than three. <laughs> they're winning by more than a touchdown. Uh, I I disagree. I think the Saints pull it off at home. I think it's going to end up being sort of what the Ravens game was like. I think the no, home it's gonna team be is going to sort of like Green Bay. That's what I'm. It, this game is going to look eerily like that Green Bay game. We'll see. Don't don't be surprised. I, just... I it, that's the thing. It wouldn't surprise me, but it's also not going to surprise me if the Saints uh, win this game. I think the Niners match up really really well against new orleans this is the game that you've been saying that for about five six seven weeks now i you've been pointing to this new orleans game just people are people are saying oh new orleans new orleans Orleans." but san francisco like what what is the thing that drew Brees struggles with big defensive lineman in his face all night and and the san francisco secondary has been playing so well so, we'll so see. well. The the 49ers are about to face the best quarterback they've placed they've played all year. Bar no, none. They just they just played him last week. Well, in terms of in terms of uh passing. And it is in New Orleans and he he plays really well in New Orleans, but still. And Drew's Drew's better than Lamar. Drew's a walking Hall of Famer right now. Like I not this year though. Lamar gives you I worry about more things playing against Lamar Jackson than I would playing against Drew Brees. Well, by default, you have to worry about more, but you would think with Drew Brees, it's like sometimes you can game plan absolutely perfectly and he's just going to carve you up. 
like you're not even there. So, bro, I'm just I'm I've been I've been saying this for weeks, bro. I know. So Niners, we'll see. Niners are getting what get they're gonna put people on notice. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, Falcons are at home against the Panthers. Uh, Panthers. I'm gonna take the home team. I'm gonna take the home team. No, I'm they're, a, they're trash. They are, but so are the Panthers. <laughs> but so are the Panthers. I don't know why. I felt confident. I felt like I felt confident. So is Cam Newton not playing this year? Yeah, I don't is, think. He, I think they're is that, him. is that the thing? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Well, maybe he'll end up in like Chicago next year. Um, I, I hope so. I do too. He honestly. doesn't deserve to be out of the spotlight. He's too good of a player and like too big of a personality for the NFL to to not... lose. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Jets are at home against the Dolphins. I'm taking the Jets. Yeah, I'll take them at home too. Oh well, then I'm taking the I'm taking Miami then. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, you thought I was going to go Miami? Yeah, I thought you were. Oh no, yeah, I'll take the Jets at home. I thought I was being sly because the Jets lost to Cincinnati. Oh no, I'd take them at home. The no, Jets... no, Miami. All right, all right. So we're at four right now. Patriots are at home against the Chiefs. The Patriots have not lost. They're like eighteen and zero in their last eighteen games. I think at home in at home. I think was the number. Oh really? Yeah, they have not lost at home in like four hundred thousand years. I think Kansas City gets it. You do? That off the Kansas City offense is playing too well. I'm not saying in New I dis- England. I'm not saying not I disagree with you very well. I'm not saying I disagree with you because I'm going to pick the Chiefs as well. But it's <laughs> it's just like it's weird. It feels wrong, you know, because mm-hmm. the Patriots are at home, and you just assume they're going to win at home. So, but I, I agree with you. The, the Chiefs are uh, Chiefs are peaking at the right time, and the Patriots are who knows where they're at right now. Uh, the Jaguars are at home against the Chargers. The Jaguars are at home against the Chargers. Yeah. So, so the Chargers, all eight losses have been by one score. Yeah. So, whatever, whatever we, whoever we think is winning, it's going to be tight. Yeah. Regardless. For sure. I'm going to go L.A. I'm going to take the home team. Right. I'm going to take the home team. I don't feel confident about it. I think, I think I'm going to be wrong, but um, – You'd love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Raiders are at home against the Titans. I have to pick the Raiders. They're my guys. Um, so where are you going? The Raiders, I think, are like 4-1 and one or 5-1 and one at home this season. So I think uh, they're 4-1 and one at home. That doesn't mean anything to me. Well, okay, so where are you going? So the Titans have beaten the Colts and who else? Who else did they beat? The Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs? Yeah. I think like two weeks ago. I'm going to pick the Raiders. Yeah, they beat the Chiefs 35-32. to 32. Yeah, I'm picking the Chiefs. I mean the Raiders. Oh, wow. Sweet. Because I think that's going to be a – Tennessee is not consistent. They're not. They're playing well as of recent, but – um, they're a team that repeatedly lets you down. Well, they repeatedly let you down. They do? When you pick them. <laughs> so, um, hopefully, 
Well, maybe you should pick the Titans so that they, it's like an assured loss for them. Um, <laughs> so we got we got the Cardinals at home against the Steelers. I think Pittsburgh probably wins. Yeah, I do too. Monday night game is the Eagles at home against the Giants. <laughs> it's Eagles. Giants yeah. don't play very well. And then the Rams are at home against the Seahawks on Sunday night. Give it, give it the Rams. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh man, are, um, we, are we even? We're we're at six, so I can flip the Bears game. Uh, Unless you feel like you have a burning desire to do some other pick. Not really. Okay, then I'll take the Bears. Okay, the Bears. I said at the beginning, I I wouldn't mind flipping. Um, so we're at seven games. So we're Again? yeah, we're at seven. Um, and uh, here comes the uh, the long-awaited, um, never requested, but we're gonna keep bringing it back. Thunderdome, Thunderdome <laughs> power rankings. There we go. Um, so I don't know how you want to do this. I don't know if we want to uh, take like a minute to try to write down our power rankings real quick, or if we just want to like blurt them out. Um, but I'm uh, I'm I'm ready to go when uh, when you're ready to go. Give me like two seconds. Okay. Um, I think for the most part, um, I think it's going to stay relatively similar, at least for me. I don't remember um, what I had it the first time. Um, I I, th- I think for me it's going to stay relatively the same. Um, minus, uh, I don't know, cause, yeah, cause I would, I, I could go back and forth between the Packers and yeah. then, and like the Packers, the Packers and the Chiefs are like, uh, at least my number five spot. That's where I would, I'm, I'm like back and forth on the Packers and the Chiefs. Um, the Packers have a better record, but the Chiefs. I feel like I almost – I don't want to bet against the Packers, but the the Packers had that horrendous loss to the 49ers a couple weeks ago. And the Chiefs are playing really good as of recent, really well as of recent. Um, I don't know what to do. I think I'm just going to have to go Green Bay just because – all right, I got my five. I feel pretty good about that. I want to change anything about about this. No, nope. I feel I feel pretty good. All right, all right. We're gonna start from uh, bottom bottom up. Yeah. All right. Uh, five for me is Green Bay. I went with the team out of the Houston Superdome. Houston, that's a good shout. That's a good shout. The Houston Texans. Houston Texans. All right. Uh, what's which, your number four? Which do not play in the Super Bowl anymore. No, they do not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they actually ever played it. The Astros did, but whatever. Yeah. Number four, I have a team in the Mercedes Benz Arena stadium. stadium. Is yeah. it a stadium? The New oh. Orleans, the shrimp jumbo, shrimp eaten, uh, alligator hunting. New Orleans Saints. 
Well, believe it or not, so do I. Okay, we're being unbiased this time. I like it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so do I. I have the Saints sitting at number four, and just above them, I have the Seattle Seahawks. So do I. Well, look at that. And I imagine I imagine our one, two. This may not be as entertaining as I thought. Well, who's your number two? Jason, I was I was objective this week. You better imagine <laughs> this week. Because, I mean, when head-to-head record gets into play, mm-hmm. I had to, even if I wanted to argue, the San Francisco 49ers, I put it number two. Okay, good. So did I. And then, obviously, the Ravens are number one. So, wow, that wasn't as entertaining as I thought it was going to be. Because um, we only went different on the uh, – on the Texans and, and Green Bay. And I honestly, I can't really say that you'd be wrong with the Texans. I don't think there's anything wrong with putting the them there. I just put Green Bay right there at number five because they're nine and three. Um, I know they had that blemish against the 49ers. Um, and the Chargers. Yeah, and the Chargers too. <laughs> and they lost to, uh, who else did they lose to? Who's their third loss? Their third loss, looking at it right now, they lost to the Eagles. Those are three pretty bad losses. Yeah, but it was when the Eagles were – it was back at the beginning of the season. Nah, we know what the Eagles are. Um, we know what the Chargers are for sure, and they got blown out. True. But, hey, you know, the Texans, they lost to the Ravens, which is not a bad loss, but they lost to the Colts. Um, which is not a great loss. They lost, I mean, which is not a good loss. They lost to the Panthers, um, and uh, they lost to the um, the Saints, and then there was one other one in there. Baltimore. Well, I mentioned Baltimore. Oh. Um, um, did they lose to the Titans or something? Well, they've lost four games, so I'm trying to – it was did the Saints. Jacksonville? Saints uh, – no, they beat them by one. It was the Saints, the Panthers um, – the Colts. Colts and the Ravens. Okay, I did hit them all. Yeah. Uh, they beaten. They have wins against Kansas City and New England, which are big time wins. So for me, I just had to propel them, obviously above New England and Green Bay. Has wins they, against the Vikings and the Chiefs. Whoa, 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 whoa! If we're going, wait, Green Bay beat Kansas City. They did. Wasn't that when Patrick Mahomes was injured? In Kansas City. That was when Patrick Mahomes was injured. Well, they still beat him. No, that does not count. Well, it counts as a win. <laughs> of course it does, but that's not that doesn't count in the purposes of a power rank. I know, I know. I just think Houston has more impressive wins. And Green Bay, that Minnesota win was when Minnesota's locker room was in shambles and everyone was yelling at each other. The Minnesota that was playing tonight was a completely different team that played Green Bay in week two. Well, that's the beauty about the power rankings is that normally mine are right anyway. So, um, and we don't really have to talk about, you know, your, your terrible list. I don't even get what you just said to me. I don't either. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I feel like I probably should have put Kansas city above Houston. I was real. I really wanted to put Kansas city there. Like I was debating putting them there as well. So we had the same thought process in that in that sense. Um, but it's it's very clear the top four. Yes, I for think so. For sure. And then there's, a I think, a pretty significant drop-off. 
Yeah, because I mean, in both of our power rankings, if the Saints played Green Bay, you'd pick smoked. the smoked. Right, and if the Saints played the Texans, they already beat them. Well, barely though. True, but it was. I mean, they. Beat I mean, them I already. think I think the Saints, the the Saints, the Saints are definitely the worst out of the uh, top four. For so sure. we we've had the Saints, we've had Saints and Magnitude on this episode. Yeah. Bring it, bring it in some good grammar today. Um, good ass content. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'll tell you what. That's pretty much all we wanted to cover today. We got a couple more minutes that we can kill. Um, Did you? Uh, oh, we talk with the Kings. No, I had a story about your wonderful girlfriend, which I forgot to share. Um, it was the one of the funniest things I had ever heard in my entire life. Um, so I can either save it for next show. And open it um, there, or I can put it at the end of this one. What would you prefer? Uh, I'd probably save it, actually. Save it? I feel like it deserves, well, if it's the funniest thing you've ever heard, well, it probably deserves to be at the start of an episode. As a personal trainer, it was a question, because the, the reason why the, the, it had came up was because I, I made her a workout program. And as, so technically, I mean... I have, I've never had a client ask me the question she had asked me because it was one of those questions where I was like, okay, <laughs> rewind that in your head and realize what you just asked me <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that 99% I feel like of the people on the planet know the answer to what you just asked me. <laughs> um, it was very, very funny, at least from a personal trainer standpoint. <laughs> Um, and just a common sense standpoint. Um, so I can save it or I can uh, spill the beans. I feel like you have to now. Okay. Um, so I had asked her about an exercise. I had asked her and her friend, who her roommate that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, you may not find this funny. Um, and maybe nobody else finds it funny. I found it hilarious. She had asked me. I mean, what I asked her, I said, hey, how often did you guys do planks? Okay. She was like, oh, we did them all the time. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's, that's good to hear. How, I was, so I asked her, I was like, how often did you guys do one-arm planks? <clears throat> and she goes, well, what Oh, it? she actually told me about this. Yeah, she goes, um, she says, <laughs> well, what do you mean? And we were on FaceTime at the time, so I was like, what do you mean? Well, so I put my hands up to the screen and I was like, well, two hands on the ground. And then I just took one. I moved one away from the screen and I was like, just one hand on the ground. So it's like three <laughs> points of contact. And her next line to me was, well, where does the other arm go? And I was like, where does the other, what it falls off? I don't, where does the other arm go? Like I had, I had never, I had never asked, like, her, her roommate behind her, I had watched, like, turn her head and just kind of stare at her, like, what? Ah? Where, where does the other arm go? I was like, well. It's a valid question. It's still where, attached. Where does it go, Jason? Huh? Where does it go? Wherever yeah, you where want do, it where to you, go. Where do you put your other arm? No, you wanted to you're go. a personal trainer. I need you to maximize my workout. Where exactly should my off arm go? Jason Russell. Hey, Jenna, this is how you know you have a caring boyfriend because he is standing up for you right now. 
Uh, Where does it go, Jason? <laughs> wherever you want it to go. Um, I want to maximize my work. I want to feel the burn, Jason. Well, if you Where want to do my that, arm go. If you want to do that, then you need to take. Um, if you're doing a right arm one arm plank, you need to take your left arm off the ground, and then you need to take your right leg off the ground, so you have two points of contact. What if I want to do a no arm plank? Well, that is called sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> that is called sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was It was just funny to me because it caught me off guard, and I was like, where did your arm go? What? I, what? Yeah, it's crazy that that was the first thing that popped into her head. Yeah, like, I just, I didn't understand, like, I mean, obviously, I knew what she was asking, like, where, where, but it sounded funny to me, because I was like, I don't, I don't know what she's asking, like, where, I don't, put it behind your, I, stuff it in, I don't know what you want me to, to say to that, like, it's a valid question, yeah, well, I'm not saying it's not, I'm saying it was funny, and it caught me off guard, um, because it was something that I had never heard nor thought I was ever going to get asked about a one-arm plank. Um, <laughs> so uh, it was, it was, it was, uh, I had a nice laugh. Ha ha ha. Well, I wasn't, I didn't have a Santa laugh, but. Ha ha ha. Hey, dressing up as Santa and being in front of a bunch of kids, a lot of fun. Done that before. Done that? I've done that before. A lot of fun. Why? Because I had to. I was the only one there. You would make an awful Santa. That was a great Santa. You're short. You're not fat. You can't grow any facial hair. Pillow. Well, first of all, I can't because I have to shave everything off for a drill. So um, I would never like I. That's that's the one downside of being in a in the military. Like you Jason, can't you ever... can't grow facial hair. Well, I'm just I don't have like a full grown beard or anything. I'm not like my dad. My dad is hairy. My dad is your dad's hairy. hairy dude. And you're hairy too, actually full disclosure for anybody who doesn't know you got some hairy legs. Woo-wee. You could braid my legs, my leg hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got some, you got some hairy legs. Uh, I don't think I could pull off a, a beard though. I don't even, I don't even pull it off. I just, I'm too lazy. To shave most times, right? So it just happens. Yeah. What? So there, you need to clarify something. There was a time where I didn't shave. I think for probably like a month and a half, and yeah. I had a pretty. It was thick, but it was like a long-ish beard, a full-ish beard, you know. Yeah. And James, one of our good friends, said that I needed to get rid of it and I didn't I didn't understand did it look bad or I didn't he no I didn't think so was he threatened because I was approaching the facial hair part of the group <laughs> which is normally his territory like, um, he's got that territory locked up yeah for sure um he didn't no, want any I, competition I don't know like I I didn't think it looked bad um I thought honestly like I don't know. I was kind of surprised when you sh- shaved it off just because I thought you liked it, A, and I... No, I, I hate it. Oh, yeah? I love I love it clean shaven way more. I Honestly, I do, too. I don't... I it's I, I don't like having um, uh, a, a, ton of, a ton of facial hair. The perfect spot for me, which I think uh, Jenna's even told me this is where uh, she likes me the most... 
is like that was a weird sentence. Not clean, like totally clean, like baby's buttocks clean, you know. <laughs> but like a little five o'clock shadow, like a little stuff, just a little bit. Yeah, that adds that like a little bit of darkness. That's where she says I'm at like my peak. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good thing to know. You gotta know it. Do you? Do you uh, so she told you that. Do you think Jenna like could pull off like shorter hair? Shorter hair. She's actually um cut it shorter before. No, I mean like shoulder length. Like shoulder length. Yeah, or like, um, or even. I'm sure, she could. She could pull off anything, for sure. Well, that's the that's the easy answer. Well, what do you want me to? I don't know how else I can elaborate on that. Well, no, I just, I think, I think, cause there's a, um, like, I think there's a way to answer that without sounding, um, like you hate her hair or something. Like, I think like if you, I don't know, would you, would you, do you think, um, what's the, what's the right way to say it? Um, if she like just decided to, to like cut her hair really short, like, yeah. would you be like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I'm down with that. Or would you go, oh, no, I would have preferred you to have long hair. Not like you care or anything, but you just go, like, if she asked for your opinion. No, I mean, it's it's up to her, like, whatever she does with her hair. Obviously, um, but she's asking for your if opinion she, in like, this scenario. If she were to shave, like, some of the sides, you know, and go, like, total skinhead uh, gothic look, that'd probably be where I stepped in. But anything <laughs> before that, I, I'm fine with it. Right. Well, I was just asking, like, in terms of, like, your opinion. Like, let's just say she came to you uh, and was like, hey, I'm thinking about cutting my hair over, like, towards my shoulders. What's this, your opinion on that? This is funny because through our relationship, whenever she brings up the topic of getting a haircut, she's convinced that the time that she got her hair shorter than usual, I hated it. She's convinced. She's Every time she says, like, I'm, I'm thinking about cutting my hair, mm, but you don't like short hair. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I never said that. Right. That never came out of my mouth. <laughs> or, oh, my God, the best is, um, and this is a total different tangent, but, like, through we have been together for two and a half years, right? Yeah. And I've dated, went on dates with two other girls before and they both happen to be brunettes so she's convinced my oh, I type know. i know i <laughs> is a brunette and she is obviously i mean not obviously most of you guys haven't seen her i guess but she's a blonde so she apparently doesn't fit my type but i have been with her longer than anyone else so By I, a long margin, too. I would argue that she is most she. If she is not my type, then I don't know what is my type at that point. Well, at that point, you're not necessarily talking about type. You're just like, like you're you. It almost doesn't even come down to that. It's like, well, you don't have a type. Like you like her. <laughs> like that's not a type. You just like her. And it's not like I've. If I if if I were to if we were to do a, a scientific study and I were to go out with ten women and uh, five of them were brunettes and five of them were blondes and I only chose the brunettes, 
That's not what we're talking about here. It just happened that two women that I went out with were brunettes, and she happened to be a blonde, so she's convinced that she is not my type. Yeah, her and I actually <laughs> had... No, I get that, too, because her and it's, I actually had that conversation yesterday. It's There's not enough information to say whether my type is a brunette. And, okay, so this is the part, too, that she always brings up. When we, like, were first going out, like, maybe our second or first dates, she asked me what my type was. And because I had only dated brunettes, I was like, well, I guess... I guess I lean more towards brunettes. It was something like that. Like it wasn't definitive Mm -hmm. or something. It was just that. And she has brought that up throughout our two and a half year relationship. It's like, (laughs) things change. (laughs) Things do change. Well, and girls never forget too. So it's like you say it once. Oh my God. It'll come back eventually, which is not a fault. Oh God. No, it's, if anything, it's it's, impressive. It's, 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 I would say it's even like endearing because it just shows how much they care. Well, they're paying attention. Yeah. It's like your words are like, they mean something. Yeah. Like she, she, she actually just recently um, was talking about the first time I said, I love you to her. And well, she sure was, was like, a beautiful story. Do you want me to tell it? I'm sure our listeners do. You've heard it before. I'm sure I have, but it's been a while. <laughs> so it was. You tell um, it if you want to tell it. That's up to you. So it was at the. Um, I'm gonna like butcher it. She's gonna be like really mad. <laughs> but this was about a month Ago. into our in, into our relationship. Yeah, I just finally uh, told her how I feel. <laughs> First two and a half years, you guys were like floating back and forth, still kind of holding hands. Kinda yeah, we hugging. were just casual. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it was it was like a month into our relationship, and um, it was at my mom's house, and we were just talking about random stuff as we were like looking up into at the stars. Which at my mom's house, because she lives in the middle of nowhere, there's you could just the stars are so visible there. So it's it's like a really beautiful night sky. And yeah, your mom's got a sweet spot. Uh for nighttime uh, viewing. Yeah. Just sucks when her water runs out. Yeah. Because <laughs> the well's dry. <laughs> yeah. um, but so we were doing that and then um, she was like, we moved over to, so we went from the stairs, we were sitting on the stairs and then we had moved over to her car and this was all in like, an hour and a half span, like we were just talking and being with each other. And then before she, she left, uh, I was like freaking out because it's a big deal saying, I love you for the first time to someone. It's a big thing. Cause you don't know if it's reciprocated. Right. Yeah. And, um, I was like, Oh gosh. Like I was visibly like nervous and like was like battling with them. I was very conflicted on whether I should say it or not. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I have something to say. Um, I have something to ask you. Like, oh, and I just like going back and forth. It's like, <laughs> what is it? What is it? What is it? And I was like, I just have like a really uh, big question to ask you. And then I got down on one knee and <laughs> acted like I was proposing to her. And she was like, oh my gosh. Uh, but then after that, I was like, it, just got i just got serious with her and was like i 
um, I'm like falling in love with you. I'm in love with you. Like this, it's never happened for me like this soon. Um, And then she luckily reciprocated and we're here. We are. Did she start crying? Did she start crying? Because she told me at the beginning of the relationship, you were the sensitive one. And now it's totally flipped. She didn't, she wouldn't let me see her cry for like a couple months into our relationship. Cause she wanted to like, uh, display herself as like strong emotionally, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but apparently at the beginning you were a wuss. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> cause, cause, um, I'm like, I'm boxing above my weight class right now you know like she <laughs> she's she's a whole nother level above me so of course i had to do everything well, of course her. yeah of course <clears throat> like like i'm i'm playing uh i'm in the d league and she's on uh the la lakers right now it's like it's, that Co- it's like that kobe saying like you're playing checkers and she's playing chess <clears throat> I'm pretty good at checkers, though. <laughs> hey, man, if you're going to be something, lean into it. I... <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so well, that was it. Well, then there we go. Jenna, I hope he told it correctly. So, if you're but listening. She, she remembers, like, exact things I said from the oh, night, I'm sure. and I do not. Again, that's impressive. Like, yeah, to, that yeah. was a long time ago. How early in, or how early or late? Was that into your guys's relationship? Yeah, I said it was. It was a month. A month. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was pretty soon. Hey man, but you know what? If that's how you felt, then it's like that's how you felt. It worked out. It worked out just fine. <laughs> um, and obviously, she felt it too. So, um, well, I can't wait to get a, an invitation a couple of years from now. So, I don't know why you just said you just ruined <laughs> the whole vibe of this podcast with what you just said. You realize. <laughs> She is going to listen to this, and that's the first thing that she's going to say. <laughs> I know. All because of you. You're, you're I know. Just a dummy. You're just, you're just dumb. Well, I did it on purpose because I'm just – I well. Nah, nah. I nah. did it – I did that not for you. I did that for her. Yo, we were having you. a great show, and you just ruined it. <laughs> you just ruined uh, it. Well, I only did it because, uh, because she's – she you know you know her no bro stop yeah we're done we're done <laughs> i'm done with you this is the reason the, the podcast ended we're not we're not posting any more episodes after this just because of jason oh man yeah I, I got fired apparently even though i have i'm the only the only way that we can upload episodes is just through my phone so i know i should have Partnering up with Ben. That's hurtful. <laughs> That's hurtful. That, that hit a little bit, right? That hit a little deep. Oh, man. Okay. Man, you know what? I'm done with you. Forget this. We're done. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, thank uh, you guys for listening. I'm done with this. Thank, thank you guys for listening. Uh, well, I don't, I'm not even going to promise another episode because uh, we never deliver. That's true. Or, and you guys don't listen to when we post the second episode a week. So... <laughs> Um, but we need to get we need to get get a guest on. Our listeners are tired of us talking about for nonsense. Sure. We need a big time guest, and we're really sorry that we haven't delivered that for you. Yeah, we'll get we'll get somebody on soon. We'll either get we'll try to get Josh back on, or we'll get 
um, or we'll 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 try to uh, get Jimmy back on or uh, somebody we've had on before. Um, and I know we've been talking to Josh about getting him back on um, to talk about the NBA, like the first like quarter of the NBA season. So yeah, but Josh is too busy. He is pretty busy. Josh is too busy. Dude, I'll tell you what though, because I see him every Sunday. The dude is like, I don't know when the last time you've seen him, but he's like monster tall now. He's taller than usual. Yeah, how tall is he? Like six seven? No, but I am looking up. Well, you look up at everyone. Hey, I'm five nine. Okay, I'm not. You look, you look up to me. Not a bunch. I mean, you're six one. I'd say six two. Well, of course you'd say sixty. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not crazy. Josh is Josh is definitely a head taller than you for sure. Whew. For sure. I think he's. I think he's got to be pushing six four by now. That'd be my guess. He's a lengthy. He is. <laughs> Like the SOB. Yeah, yes. Um, again, thank you guys so much for listening to uh, this episode. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. It was a lot of football talk, but rightfully so. Um, a lot of stuff went on uh, during week 13. And there are some good games coming up next week as well. That um, Saints 49ers game hopefully is going to be a doozy just like the Saints Ravens one. Nah, it's a blow. Don't even, don't even turn it on. You're right. New Orleans is going to win like 34 to 6 or something like that. That's impossible. Never going to. No, it's going to happen. And if you guys um, tuned in to listen to Kings talk, we're not talking about them because they suck. (laughs) (laughs) Because they lost to the Bulls. So we're not talking about them. Yeah, not right now. Not not right now. And maybe we'll get. uh, That's what we need Ben on for. We need it. We need it. We need another uh, Benjamin rant. That that's what the show needs. Really, we need some. We need some vigor. It was like, who could turn the ball over more between Chicago and Sacramento? It was nuts. Yeah, it was was an ugly game. Um, So thank you guys so much for listening. We'll do our best to deliver a second episode this week. We're not going to promise a certain day. Um, We're always consistent on Tuesday mornings, but uh, the rest of the week is sort of a toss-up. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your week, and we will see you all when we see you next. See ya.